This is your wake up call. Wake the fuck up. The Breakfast Club, the show you love to hate. From the East to the West Coast. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. The realest show on the planet. This is why I respect this show because this is a voice to society. Changing the game. You guys are the, the coveted morning show, but y'all earn that. Impacting the culture. They wake up in the morning and they, they want to hear that Breakfast Club. The world's most dangerous morning show. Be in the mother- Be in the- Whether you're mad or blessed, say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Carlos. Hey, what's up? Get it off your chest. Uh, yeah, I pretty much want to say what you know. I'm blessed. I'm just blessed. To, uh, I'm an electrician. I've been working for you know about 17 years in the field. I'll be 35 this year, and I, I'm blessed, you know, to be able to take care of all five of my kids and stuff. But I'm a little mad too because. I travel a lot with my job, and uh, my, my kids, you know, they, they pretty much told me yesterday when I told them I had to go out of town for work that they tired of me traveling, and that's where pretty much where I make all my money at, you know, so I had to compromise with them, you know, especially my daughter. She's five years old. Uh, she wanted me to get a job in Winn-Dixie, but I'm telling her, you know, I, if daddy work at Winn-Dixie, you know, we want to have a lot of stuff we have, but... But how long are you uh, going when you travel, bro? Uh, Anywhere from, from two weeks to, oh, yeah, to that's six a lot. weeks. Yeah, man. And I, I go all over. Like, I supposed to fly out Sunday to go to Scotland. Yeah, but that's your job, man. You're you're a father. Your job is to protect and provide. You got to bring that bread home, and the family just got to understand. Those are just the sacrifices that fathers got to make sometimes. Sometimes he got to provide some guidance to his kids, though, because if he's not in the kid's life, them kids might be running a little wild and not having that father in his life. Oh, nah, nah, nah. All five of my kids live with me. Hey, I'm in their lives. You're a rarity. You like a Sasquatch. A, a black father that got all five hey. of his kids living with him. Times are changing. Yeah, I mean, you know, I wanted to be in all their lives. The only way to do it, you know, make sure they, they live with me. Your mom's in their lives, too, but, you know, I'm there every day. So who watches the kids when you're not there? They just go to their moms? Yeah, well, my, uh, yeah, my mom, the mom that I'm with now, two of my kids are from a relationship before. The other three are with my, you know, my girl now. Shout out to her, Veronica. Hey, man, I, I got to respect it. I got to respect it, I sir. All right, not mad at you. All right, brother. Thank you for calling. It is a fine balance, though, when you're a working mother or a working father, It's, di- it's difficult, you know what I mean? Because you want to be in your kid's life. You don't want to miss those moments. You also got to be there to plant those seeds. But you got to you gotta make you that gotta money. You got to get that money. You got to make that bread. Okay, they got to have a roof over their head and clothes on their back and food to eat. Hello, who's this? Hey, is this the breakfast school? Who's this? It's Derek from Houston. Straight out of Houston. What's up, Envy? Charlamagne, guy. What's happening? What's up? Get it off your chest, bro. Hey, I've been trying to get in contact with y'all uh, for a while, but uh, I'm out here in Houston. And it seems like we having y'all kind of weather out here. I hate it, man. What is snowing in Houston? It's cold. Yeah, it's freezing. It's freezing. And I got one more thing to say. Uh, Angela Yee. Yes. I know the internet lying about your uh, your age now. I know you ain't what the internet say you is. I might be. I might not be. Oh no, you too, man. You a hey, godly. God bless you. But that's what's all. Wrong, I what's to what's say, wrong man. with I love age y'all, y'all. though? Age is a blessing, sir. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah age is, age a, is a privilege you have to embrace because a lot of people didn't make it. Listen, you got to take yeah, care of yourself, yeah, too, right. so you look better as you get older. Oh, yeah. So what's that? that what's that green shake you be drinking that morning, Angie? Okay, so that is kale uh, that has ginger, green apples, and sometimes I put bananas or grapefruit. I switch it up. Oh, okay, because I'm going to start 
start drinking that air more, I heard you and uh, Layla Ali's uh, interview, and that's what I'm doing for breakfast from now on. There yeah, you go. it's very good for you, it's, especially if you had a rough night like I did. I ate a lot of different types of foods last night. I got a reset in the morning. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I love y'all, man. Y'all keep doing your thing. I'm, I'm listening to y'all every morning for years. Thank you, bro. Appreciate you. Love y'all. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up. It's The Breakfast Club. Come on. Get it. Pick up the mother, mother phone and dial. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Hello, who's this? Tanisha from Norfolk. Hey, Tanisha, get it off your chest. Um, I'm blessed this morning because every day I wake up to go to my job and I can take care of my two babies. So I'm blessed this morning. Congratulations, baby. Thank you. I love y'all so much. I watch y'all every, I mean, this is y'all every morning on my way to work. We love you, too. Thank you for having no taste. Hello, who's this? This is EJ. Hey, get it off your chest. Well, I just want to say that I'm thankful. Today, um, I had been in and out of the nursing homes three times because I couldn't walk. I'm at my house now. I'm walking, and I'm helping my family, and I am thankful. Okay, well, congratulations. That is truly a blessing. I I feel gratitude this morning. There's a lot of people thankful this morning. I like when gratitude is the attitude. Hello, who's this? Hi, how y'all doing today? This is T. Mattis, T-E-E-M-A-D-I-S. I got something to get off my chest. Go ahead, okay. brother. Mad or blessed today. Okay, waiting to on you. My chest. Yeah, my thing to get off my chest is two years ago when I was in New York, I hollered at Angelie's homegirl, and she told me, ew, to my face. It was all good. I didn't mind it. I brushed off Kelp But I will tell you this. I made an observation of you three collectively. Every morning you guys come off with some type of sexual innuendo off of another topic you were talking about, and you guys say no stuff like that. No, we Nobody don't. says that ever. We don't play no. We oh, grown yeah, men. We don't pause. Do that. Especially you to Charlemagne and DJ Envy. Good morning, everybody. Hi, Angela Yee. I don't think Char- I don't think me and Charlemagne. Char- Char- we let the this oh, openly yes, fly. You, you guys party around that whole joke all day, every day. And I will say this. <laughs> we play around the rim, above the rim, baby. Above the rim. <laughs> but check it out, though. But check it out, though. As a collective, if you have taken any psychology courses and you study throughout your, the course of your life, you guys either suffer from one or two things. Either you all are homophobic or you're curious. What do you think it is yeah, from your assessment? You Chocolate I don't that situation to y'all. Um, I don't know. Bye. I'm going to ponder that one. I have never thought about it. Hmm? I never thought about it. Like I always tell y'all, man, there's nothing a man has told me yet to finesse me out my boxing briefs. <laughs> All right? Not so, yet. But it know. could happen. Yeah, I mean, I know. I ain't. I'm married. No, okay. <laughs> but if you wasn't married. If I wasn't married, I ain't thinking about it. I just you know can't get over the fact that my friend told him, ew. But why is there no gray area, though? Why we got to be either homophobic or gay? Hey, I don't know. Why can't we just be having some fun? I love me. I love a good racist joke. And I love a good gay joke. Whoa. All right. What you mean, whoa? It's not whoa. A good racist joke. Whoa. Yes, I love a good I love a good joke about race, and I love a good joke about gayness. Well, keep your fingers away from me, because I don't like that type of fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's not your idea of a good time. That's not my <laughs> idea of a good time, all right? Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. Hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody, it's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. 
Today is National Get Out of the Doghouse Day, and we're opening up the phone lines. You can get out of the doghouse. Are you having a problem in your relationship and you need to call to get out? Well, call us up right now. How's your relationship? If, if, if you, but listen, if you don't know what getting out of the doghouse is, uh, you know, it's a day for mending the strain relationships that have uh, left you in the doghouse. You might have did something to piss your wife off this weekend or piss your girl off. Girl might have did something to piss her man or off. Or piss your husband off, yeah. Or her husband, and, you know, now you feel like you're in the doghouse. Well, well yeah, no. are you in the doghouse? Mm -hmm. How's your relationship right now? No, I'm never really in the doghouse because anytime you get mad at me, anytime my boyfriend gets mad at me, I just turn it back around on him. That's not right. This is what happens. Okay. What about you, Charlamagne? <laughs> um, I live my life like I'm always in the doghouse. You know what I'm saying? Me and my wife have been together 20 years. We've been married for those 20 years. Uh, I was a dog for most of those 20 years. So being that I was a dog, I was always in the doghouse. So I think that, you know, it's just appropriate that I live my life like I've always done something wrong. You know what I'm saying? I live my life like I'm always trying to trying to make up for something that I did wrong. You know what I'm saying? You know, and the funny thing that you said that I have, I do the same thing. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I live, man. like I'm always effed up. Like yeah, I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm continually trying to get out the doghouse. That's Even though it. I'm out the doghouse. I think that's the safest Bet for all men. Just always act like you in the doghouse. Always right. act like you've done something wrong and you're trying to make up for that wrong. I think if we live our lives like that, do our relationships like that, our relationships would be great. All right. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello. Who's this? Yo, Hello. DC. What's up, bro? You trying to get out What's the doghouse, man? I'm trying to get out the doghouse. What you do, bro? Oh, matter of fact, he told me what I did. I was banging three chicks. Oh One my of them gosh. came back, told me she had chlamydia. I oh my god! Wow. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, for real, Dios mio, all that. <laughs> so boom, I get tested. Other two girls get tested. Nobody has it except for the one girl. Okay, so that's where you got it. I never had it. I got tested in case like that. I didn't have it. Wow. So why are you in the doghouse? Because he Cause told on himself. He had to tell. Oh, he lied and said he had committed and he didn't. You could have something else. So I, to, I, I was the dog. I had to go tell everybody like, look, you know. That that might you Damn. Well, that was very responsible of you to let everybody know. That is responsible. I don't know why that was everybody's business, but I understand. It's just committee. You had to tell him, man. Committee is curable, man. He <laughs> still had to tell him, man. <laughs> you could get rid of it and let everybody else deal with it on their own. No. <laughs> Hello, who's this? DJ Envy in Mississippi. What's up, Mississippi? All right, all right, man. So I'm trying to get out of the dog. I need y'all help, man. Okay, what's all the matter? All right, what you do? Uh, you know that you know how Jody was on Baby Boy when she was in the car in the drive-thru. My girl found the straps, found the rubbers on me, man. Uh, I didn't do it. Found a strap. Found the rubbers. I didn't do it. So whose rubbers are they? My homeboy, man. We was at the strip club oh late night. Oh my god, oh we don't even believe you. It don't sound right, bro. Ah, come on, come on, ye. So you have your friend's condoms in the car. Hey, they was in the car, man. Bro, I'm going to tell you something, man. <laughs> that is one of the oldest, lamest excuses for when a man gets caught with condoms. They don't mind. They're friends. Knock it off. Yeah. Okay, you're right. Tell I believe her at least you, you use, I believe you. I tell believe her at least you, you use condoms when you cheat. Guy code. I believe you, man. Please let him out the dog out. 800-585-1051. Today is National Get Out of the Dog House Day. Do you need to get out of the dog house? It's all guys calling. 585-1051. Hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. We're celebrating The Breakfast Club's eight-year anniversary. Check out this moment. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building this morning. And they said it never would happen. That's right. A repeat donkey of the day offender. <laughs> right? Kanye Kardashian is in the building. Oh, man. <laughs> don't, don't Kanye West that. is here. Good morning, sir. What's up? I, I remember you yeah. from being outside the studio 
trying to get people to hear you rap. You was a great <laughs> producer, but nobody believed you as a rapper. But and then it seems like you got to a point where everybody's loving the way that you rap. Now you just seem like you're more frustrated. Do you like? Do you not like the reception Jesus has gotten? Cause I that's yeah. I don't I didn't like the album at all, and I was a Kanye West fan. Yeah. But Jesus was whack to me. Yeah, that's great. That's great. But so what were you saying? I was I was asking about the the whole <laughs> Jesus like. Why, what makes yeah. you so frustrated? Yeah, it's not about Yeezus. It's about, you know, Michael Jackson was told he couldn't play videos on MTV because he was considered to be an urban artist. Right. So soon as I started talking about clothing, everybody's going to talk about urban clothing line. Mm -hmm. What I'm trying to say is, like, it's 1,460-something billionaires in the world. There's only seven black ones, and we know some of the most famous ones, mm -hmm. stuff like Oprah, whatever. So, you know, in order to really impact and be in a position of power at this point you got to be a billionaire it ain't about being like you know a superstar i don't know nobody that like sells a lot of like records and gets a lot of radio spins that's actually a billionaire either mm -hmm. we get into so so much of like you know arguing with each other that we're not looking at the main thing but what i did with Jesus is i took the you know the power into my own hand i wanted to remove you know the hits from it i wanted mm -hmm. to remove the chorus is of course blood on the leaves and bound it's got a chorus you know i like the album and let everybody know it's all good at the end of it but it's not all good you know like I said I'm from Chicago people is dying every day and everybody think we're gonna do a benefit concert and help that out but I need to be put in a position to be able to apply my thoughts the same thoughts you know before I came in the game rappers is killing each other mm -hmm. you ain't even heard about that no more the thing is we not each other's enemies I'm showing us how we can work together you know but in fashion or whatever or you know product design they try to marginalize us and say we can only have an urban clothing line or we we can only do this and of course we're gonna have an urban clothing line we're gonna wear it to death and then it's gone now meanwhile ralph loren can build his story up you know what i'm saying show his family but you know i'm showing my family and i think actually i have a love-hate relationship with the paparazzi but actually i love them because they empowering us they right. empowering us over you know a Graydon carter or a vanity fair that want to say you know kate upton is marilyn monroe kate upton ain't marilyn monroe kim marilyn monroe you know that she was controversial she controversial this is is reality i'm living inside of a dream world to me don't nothing matter to me except for the people and the way i can affect them i almost lost my life i lost my mama i went from like you know jay-z being my idol still is my idol to him being across the stage on me so i, I know that anything is possible mm -hmm. and i know when they hold me down my bs meter is at an all-time high yeah, you know but what, what you accomplish oh. so much what what yeah what like what's, what's so man, you gotta, like, they want to hear him talk man no no, 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 no. they want this man to throw them blows man they no, just no, what they I'm waiting not, for they waiting for Charlemagne to tap these no, no, gloves no, no. and go at you i'm not so trying to throw go. blows but this is what i want <laughs> let's go like to me it seems like you're such a walking contradiction because you'll denounce the corporations but then you'll get on stage and say you need Nike and Adidas to back you. That makes no sense to me. 100%. But how how can you denounce the corporations and say F the corporations and say you feel like a slave but then ask the companies to back you? It ain't that I feel like a slave. We are mentally enslaved. We enslaved to brands. We enslaved to like a Ben symbol. We enslaved to chains. A woman is enslaved to the concept of diamonds are a girl's best friend. Like girls in London don't even wear engagement ring. That's all been programmed to us. When we born, we born, we born artists. We born free and then we held down by society's perception of us. We just don't want to be embarrassed. And I took the opportunity to look as stupid as possible. I'm saying, when I was in Chicago and watched the throne, I was going to change my outfit to some normal leather pants and stuff. And they tailored it. One was too tight. Then the next one ripped on me. And I felt like God was like, nah, man, you can't be scared in Chicago because there's a bunch of gangsters and it's where you grew up. I want you to wear that kilt 
in Chicago. I want you to release that fear. I want you to show as an artist that you could create to the highest level. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I, what that got yeah. to do with you denouncing corporations, but then still asking corporations to be in business with you? That's where the contradiction. Yeah, comes the, I'm not, you confused. I'm not denouncing the corporation. I'm denouncing the people that have the job at the corporation at that time. Because you know, when I wanted to get my deal, it was A and R's that don't work there no more, telling me how I needed to work with another rapper or how I wasn't a rapper and blah blah. And now it's people that's at the corporations. They got the ability and the facilities that if I put my genius to it, that I can affect culture in a higher way the way I affected people when I made them Louis. Right. And I affected people when I made them Yeezys. So I ain't going at Nike as a corporation. I'm going at the people that's running the corporation. And I'm saying, I'm going to hit you in the chest until you listen to me. Because you feel like you ain't got to take no meeting with me. So I'm going to turn up and I'm going to let you, sh I'm going to show you what we are. We World War Z. We're going to run over that mountain until you listen to me. Because I'm influential. <clears throat> the reason why I'm influential, same reason why you want me to come to your show or you want me to wear your product is the same reason why you got involved me and you got to cut me in. You know what I'm saying? People got fat without me. You cutting me in because people be having negotiations when I was negotiating with Nike. They said, okay, cool, Kanye. You've been screaming up and down. We're going to give you a deal for Yeezy finally because they was marginalizing me. Let me only design two shoes over a five-year period. People talking about the Red October. That's the design for three years ago. You know how many ideas I got? You know what I'm saying? So they try to marginalize me and then they say, look, we're going to give you $4 million a year to design this. I said, what about royalties? They said, look, you know, you're not a professional athlete, so you don't get no royalties. I said, look, man, I go I go to any of these arenas and play one on nobody. I'm a performance athlete, and more than being an <laughs> athlete, I'm, 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 I'm Walt. I'm like Howard Hughes. I'm like David Stern. I'm like Steve Jobs. If anything, that's a compliment to them. I'm like Michelangelo, because I'm the new version of that. And anybody that backs me is going to be the Medici family that backed Michelangelo at this point. You know what I'm saying? So when they told me I couldn't get no royalties, it's like, wait a second, you want me to work for Nike for two more years? I can't. When I tell my daughter in two years that I've been working trying to make Nike still hot and I still ain't, ain't don't have, you know, the backing to really support and protect her because she in a position of a level of royalty like like uh, the princes and the princes out in London, but they got more paper. They got heritage. Me and Kim, we on our grind. We had to do what we had to do to get to this point to be able to support our family, but we ain't there yet. We ain't financially there to the point to make sure that North is safe at all times, and that's the reason I'm turning it up right now. Eight years. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. He's been a trending topic for a couple weeks. Yes, MGK. <laughs> Welcome, sir. What's going on? So how you feeling, sir? I feel great. You got an EP out, smartest thing you could have done. Uh, with your name buzzing so much. Yeah. Absolutely. Was that planned already? Or you just No. I mean, what, uh, was, the, was the EP planned? Yeah. Yeah, I had other projects in the works. Um, I mean, essentially, just me being like, I'm back on my rap shit. I've been doing movies for some time. Um... Yeah. What happened to your fingers? I don't know. Because they're busy <laughs> stuff together. You don't, you don't know. know what happened. You guys have been watching the news. He, he yeah. don't know. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. by the way, that was a big move, too. I appreciated that. The reason I appreciated that, because I feel like people should be held accountable. And I feel like people are just saying whatever they want nowadays because of social media. And they act like people aren't even human. You got to say allegedly, yeah. just in case. Allegedly. Right. So whatever happened, uh, I commend that, sir. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get right into it because we've been watching this whole back and forth with you and Eminem. Right. Did you anticipate, like, him I mean, having anything to say about you or anything? Because there's been some days. Yeah, he should have said it six years ago. Mm -hmm. Were you waiting for it six years ago? Um, 
you know, truth be told, we had handled it behind the scenes really? six years ago. They all spoke about really? it. Really? So no, he and I, he, no, he, he's a recluse. We can't find him. So we, we, we didn't speak. I spoke to Paul Rosenberg and his team because that is as, mo- as, as man-to-man as it gets with him. You know what I'm saying? So what I had said, you know, it, it all started with the daughter thing. So what, what did you say now, about his daughter that you, got him so mad? Yes. What did you say? You know what I said. That she's hot. She's hot. You, have, you have to admit yeah. she was out of line for that. Uh, I I, she was 15, 16. Look, yeah. look, look. I'm a father. One, I didn't know how old she was. Mm. All, all the headlines said was this person that we had known through records has, has all grown up. Mm-hmm. That's the headline I saw. I made mm. a comment. You know, I didn't feel like it was disrespectful, but I'm a father. I have a nine-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. I get it, 100%. And man-to-man, I'll tell you, I apologize. Can I take the tweet down? Sure. But public apology? Come on, man. What was wrong with a public apology, though, if you felt like you was wrong? Um, because we're talking about the same guy who shits on dead people and, you know, Christopher Reeves who's in a wheelchair. I mean, come that on, man. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I, I guess, look, man, it's it, it was it was a silly comment to have started all of this. It's it's some it's some silly to trip on. I get I get it if it was like, you know, gruesome words were used or like there was, you know, sexual implications in it. You just said she was hot. Not she's hot. You spoke to behind the scenes and was done. Anything you, like that. you said it was, you thought it was done. You spoke to Rosenberg, you took the tweet down, you apologized behind the scenes, you thought it was done. Yeah. So uh, you, but but that that's until, you know, machine gun R. Kelly line. No, this no, is, you no, were, no, 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 no. I, 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 from this, Shay 45. Yeah, I mean, like that was what. That's that's the thing. We had settled it behind the scenes, and then as I continued to try and move about my career, you start to run into these like funny little roadblocks. You're like, huh, you know, why can't I go up here? And I, and then also, you can't just minimize it to Shay 45. Mm-hmm. You got to think about Eminem is Interscope, Machine Gun Kelly is Interscope. This man has brought hundreds of millions of dollars to that building. I'm new. It's my first album there. I just came in. Not only did that happen, but at the same time, me and Yellow Wolf were beefing. Yellow Wolf is an Interscope artist, and mm-hmm. he's up under. Shady. Shady, yeah. Right. So the building automatically is like this. Boxed you out. Well, I mean, I have my loyalists, and then he has his loyalists. Fine. I think that's a little difficult for a new artist to have to overcome. Okay, though. But the problem comes when people that are assigned to work for me aren't working, and they're picking sides. And then the people that I'm supposed to, you know, depend on to get, you know, to help my narrative be taught. I mean, look, in, in my opinion. What you drinking on, player? Tequila. Okay. Um, oh, you got the good <laughs> too. Oh, go ahead. Um, so did Paul Rosenberg make a call and tell them to shelf your project? No comment. Eminem said uh, that's I, not I, true. Eminem told Sway that that's not true. No, never what, 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 what Eminem said, no, this is, this is actually funny. Mm-hmm. What Eminem said wasn't true was that he uh, didn't make a call in regards to the daughter situation, and, you know, that was false. Jimmy Iovine and Puff conference called me at 9 in the morning with multiple other people, and that was a conversation that happened at 3 in the morning the previous night with Harv Pierre, James Cruz, Paul Rosenberg, James McMillan. So M lied. He did talk to Puff because he said lied. he never talked to Puff. Well, maybe M We M don't didn't. speak to M. We don't know where he is. Yeah. We, we don't mm. speak to him. We speak to his spokespeople. And I'm speaking on the world, you know what I'm saying? I don't even know why everyone's riding for this man so tough. This is a person who won't even show up to do a real interview. Meaning that uh, Sway works for Shade 45, Come so on. it's all stage, it's all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get it. It's a little weird, man. I, I'm, 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 a, I'm, a, I'm a man of the people, I'm a vulnerable dude, I don't mind, you know, putting myself out there. 
Now, people are saying that this whole thing is a ploy <laughs> uh, that Interscope's using to help you sell records. Oh, man, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a big help. Part of the reason they're saying that is they're saying that you guys have the same producer on both of your records. Yeah, because I went to equal playing grounds. I, I took it to equal playing grounds. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's, let's also say it like it is. You took two weeks, I took two days. You used the Ronnie J track, I used the Ronnie J track. You used a million-dollar studio, I used the dress room before soundcheck. Well, I think he was contemplating his, his, his thought process was, I don't want to make you any bigger, is what he said. He I, did, like, I mean, that's another funny narrative that I hear. I've sold over 20 million records. For real? Right now, as me, as Machine Gun. I've been in 10 movies, four of which come out December to April. It's very hard for me to accept that, like, this career just butted out of nowhere via him. I've walked, I've had a John Varvatos fashion campaign. I've been I I don't I don't I don't know what place you could limit me to. I've done Warp Tour for three years. This is a punk in the heat tour. I've also went bar to bar with, you know, partial Mathers. Like I don't there isn't any. Yeah, everybody's always giving you flack for your career. It's so odd. It's like Wait, how many times I've had a number. I've had a number over twenty million. Though. Yes, I've had a number one pop song on are the radio. These are facts. Of Cat these Williams are all facts. real. Fa- no, these are real facts. But you know when when he did take the shot at you. On, on the Kamikaze album, was it one of those things like that you you were ready for it because you you've been feeling like you've been banned for a while, you've been feeling like the little shots have been coming at you, so you were you were prepared. I don't think anyone's prepared for that. I mean, you know, I'm always I'm always I'm just, I mean I'm not a sucker. You're not gonna punk me. I mean, ultimately that's the that's the ultimate thing. It was just one of those things. Cause Rap Devil just seemed Rap Devil seemed executed video just seemed it was there. It was it was like one of those things. I can't help that I'm. That I'm on point. I can't help that I that it took this for y'all to see my talent. Not y'all being you, but you know that I, I can't help that. I thought Rap Devil was better than Kill Shot. I'm in. I guess I, feel, I guess I'm in the minority because people been giving me Listen, flack. Eminem for that. is a great lyricist. I don't yeah. think anybody can deny that. No, I didn't. I didn't. I, I didn't say. I didn't say Kill Shot was better. I just say Kill Shot wasn't trash. That's what I, I said. I didn't say Kill Shot was trash. Oh, okay. I said Kill Shot was good. I didn't think Rap Devil was better. What, what's that? It's a six for me, dog. It's a six for you. <laughs> I'm gonna say, but I, th- I thought rap rap devil no, was executed. Kill shot was was a leg shot. Rap devil, we're talking about facts. You want to talk about man buns? <laughs> Answer the facts. I think people. Were you want to talk about a hairstyle I wore for a movie, a blockbuster movie? Shout out Nerve, in a in a in a ten episode Showtime series called Roadies. I'm an actor, homie. How disconnected are you? You called me a mumble rapper? Oh, my. Yeah, that was Like, stupid. can we just pour some out for this old dumbass? Like, I can't <laughs> even. Look on the floor. Jesus, I can't. We got to charge you for that carpet. <laughs> I mean, goddamn. Yeah, since, since you sold 20 million records, you can afford it. Yeah, yeah, you can afford right. it. I mean, look, like, and, and even if you want to talk about those numbers, right, let's just say, just take bad things. Just take bad things, right? Because uh, ultimately, I people just keep jumping back and forth with my whole. So, you know, take Wild Boy. Take Till I Die. Take Till I Die. It has no features. A song all about Cleveland. What is that? Platinum or double platinum? Double platinum. Okay. That's that's a that's a song about Cleveland. Just me by myself. All right, we got more with MGK when we come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. MGK is in the building. Charlemagne. Why do people keep giving you flack on your career? Even G Easy said he passed you. I, yo, well, his not he, not only can he not rap, but he can't do math either. So I don't know what to. I don't know what's wrong. Did you with really everybody. smash his girl? Yes, many of them. Oh. I ain't even say no names, so I don't even know why everyone's getting sensitive. Oh, I so never it wasn't said Haley. We all thought it was Haley. Halsey. Halsey. I'm sorry. <laughs> the 30 year old and the 50 year old said those names, not me. So did you smash Halsey? Absolutely. 
I think that's whack. That, like that was yeah. when that was when <laughs> she and I were rocking. Right. And I was just on some like flirty was like back when just... I had ironically the that hairstyle. Yeah. That was that time. That you know what I'm saying. So I, I I don't know why you know she keeps getting thrown in it as this like I never said no names. You know what I'm saying. Of course I'm gonna throw a punchline in because I know it hurts and this is hip hop. But the, the 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 whole point is that I seen you one time, the the last time I seen you, you were acting real weird, and then the next time I see you, not in person, because I don't see you, I never see, I didn't see you in person. The next time I see you on a screen, you look just like me. He's talking about G. Yeah. So it, you know, to y'all, me, it's just like. Did y'all press each other in Finland? Or y'all ran? Y'all had a oh, conversation? That, that, that's all fun. We're not gonna have this conversation. This is too funny. Like the one thing we're not gonna do is like big up someone's gangster. That's not gangster. And 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 and, and being someone that who's had an issue with me, aka you, uh-huh. you know how I approach. Yeah. I, I approach you as a man. I came up straight to you at the. Well, I don't know where we the were. VMAs. At. VMAs. I had on a suit and some yes, man. I, come on. <laughs> I was like, what is this? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Him, Does this bother you? You approach you, you approach him about what? I'm just curious. What you approach Charlamagne? I he had he thought I did it on Cleveland. You have. You have definitely said some negative things about Cleveland. I said Cleveland. What did I say? And about I said Cleveland? you never even been there because actually Cleveland's a very lovely place. Yeah, you you, you did. So I don't you, remember what it was, but yeah, he did approach me. Yeah, he did. He buckled down. And he was by himself too. I'm always by, that's the other thing. Yeah, never mind. No, you're no. not. You got 30 people here with you right now, MGK. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's working. He's got an album coming. Yeah, I'm on a tour. I have a band yeah. as well. You know what I'm saying? There's five people in my band. And people like so, what come. happened in Finland with G Easy? <laughs> uh, next. He's not allowed to did y'all fight? talk about it. No, 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 okay, no, okay. no, 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 no. We did mm-hmm. a bunch of drugs together and we, I, yeah, I, I yeah. Yeah, we're cool. Y'all, y'all squashed yeah, out. Yeah, y'all yeah. thought. There was no, there were, yeah. Yeah. So there was no beef. Like, I don't like, because you mentioned Finland in the record. He mentioned Finland in the record. No, I mentioned Finland in the post. Like, tell the truth about Finland. Stop stop acting like there was some, like, weird, like, oh, yeah, you know, I blew. It's like, man, I remember you coming up and being like, dude, man, you rap circles around me. I could never rap as good as you. It's just like, so, you know, I, I guess when you go on, like, a Netflix Rapture series or something and you, you're talking about how you're the greatest in this area, it's like, yeah. well, this doesn't match what you say. And, like, two, it's just also not a fact. You make, like, you make club records. You don't, you don't impact the youth to me. So, like, I, you know what I'm saying? Or, like, or like my soul, so I don't... Okay, so what happened in Finland is y'all was chill. Everything was cool. You y'all thought, did some drugs. And Regular. then he goes mm. and talks about you. Does this hurt you, like, just the fact that... I mean, just coming up, right, and saying, being a fan of Eminem, because you were a fan of Eminem. Right. Does it bother you now that it's, like, the person that I really admired and liked is causing all these problems for me? Uh, wh- why does he keep acting like I'm just... Like I care about this dude like that. It's like you were cool till you're not cool. Talk about Eminem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now listen, you did have a bunch of tweets where you was fanboying about Eminem. Absolutely. Crazy. And let's look at the dates on those tweets. Like 2010. We're like bringing you were up. Saying two- he was your idol. Absolutely. I said he was my idol on his diss re- on the diss record to him. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Let me let me say this. <laughs> the narrative is becoming a little unfair right now. Mm-hmm. I'm in a boxing ring with one person. I came as one person. Mm -hmm. I never asked Puff to retweet a thing. I never asked any of my celebrity friends to get on my side. I never asked them to comment under my pictures. Yeah, we ride. I never asked for none of that. I stepped in a boxing ring by myself, in which which I was evoked to do, and I just stepped up. Sometimes your idols become your rivals. And they become your rivals. And here is this audience throwing banana peels while I'm fighting in my corner. They're just throwing banana peels in my corner. You edited... 
you fake edited booze into a performance of me performing rap double like so you really that, we get don't booed. know that Man, Eminem absolutely edited not, not only did I not get booed but every time for the last two weeks Michigan included I step out in the crowd after that song plays and walk through the entire arena and there is a video of this every single day and I give every and I have one person with me when I walk through I give 10,000 people a chance every day to do what they want to do, say how they want what they want to say, feel how they want to feel. It's me and one dude. I've done it for 2 weeks. You you can't edit the narrative to be what it's not. You I I've seen fake edited ghostwriting credits. It's like what are we I doing? I saw that too. Just like just just, just your your boy got his his knees are weak. You got to accept it. It's like look, you know, I even see today the disc, you know, it's the most popular disc on YouTube. On YouTube, Fair everyone enough. wants to tune in to see a, 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 the legend just got punched in the mouth. Everyone wants to see what's happening. Of course, you're gonna tune in. Do you're you gonna go. You're gonna you, go see Rocky's last movie. Do you respond to it? <laughs> Rocky's last movie was good though. Do you, res- do you respond to it though? Do you respond to what? His last like on this kill shot. Yes, I had a clip ready. I tell, I tell you, I had a clip ready. I heard kill shot and I put that it back in the holster. I'm like, oh word, all right. He just—he called me a mumble rapper, dog. I'm like, why not hit him with another shot just to prove your point, though? Because I was—this wasn't even on my path anyway. Mm-hmm. That like people, this whole thing with me, like, oh well, this—you know, this just—he's clout chasing. It's just like, I'm on a tour opening up for like a a a, a rock band. Fallout Boy. Yeah, in a what? completely different mind state than this. Thank you though for bringing me back. To, to this thing, because I'm a, I'm, I, I'm like, my energy is so up and I'm not stopped. Go ahead. That's the other thing I saw too. They said that the concert was a Fallout Boy concert and that wasn't even your crowd. And the crowd didn't even well, know he's why. Opening they on were, tour. I know, but the crowd didn't know why they were throwing their middle fingers up or nothing like that. Did, did you not just hear me explain? I, I get, okay, let, let's just say, let's just say, one, it's not. There's a, there's a real video and a mm-hmm. fake video. Gotcha. And we have both. I so saw you posted. We can watch the real video. It's on World Star as well. You can watch the real video and you can watch the booze one. It sounds like a wrestling video. For real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's that much of a joke. I, I saw another one just popped up. You know, he wrote Rap Devil seven months ago. I, I the, saw that too. The footage is right here. I recorded it in a, tr- in the, you know what I'm saying, in a dressing room 10 feet away from the, the locker room that I popped that champagne in. I recorded that Friday, the day he released his shit. I woke up to his shit. I woke up to G's actually this we we all laughed our ass off at that. Heard the M I was like, oh, okay. But you should you. I'm not to say that you should be happy, but I, it, it the conversation is is starting that MGK could spit. Wait, I don't think that conversation was there now. I mean, before. listen, I think that's the first time. I, I mean, I've all, I said, damn, MGK actually rapping his ass off on Rap Devil. You know how we met when we was here the first time. I'm like, not I'm impressed. But I think it started that conversation, you know, which which I think is a good thing. Put you back into a space where you, I think you feel more like a lyricist. Yeah, you got a different swag now. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I, I think that's why I said like, if this is what it takes to show my talent off, then I'm with it. I, I was raised by wolves. I'm a, I'm, I, 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 w- I was meant for this. Like I got energy for this. If you look at any of my track, my my track records of beef isn't Christina Aguilera and Mariah Carey. I agree. It's all gorillas. I've went to war with nothing but. Gangsters, gorillas, and 450-pound security bouncers. You know what I'm saying? Allegedly. Allegedly. All right, this is the first. This time. doesn't have anything to do with nothing. I'm talking about my. I'm talking about Pat, previous. My, right. Like I, there is there. Uh, it it says what it says. Mm. This is the first time we've ever heard Eminem actually go after people that can rap. Joe Budden, Machine Gun Kelly. All right. 
You know what I mean? He went at cannabis, but cannabis was kind of on the downslide. I think ultimately, too, Envy, in response to your question, it's like, you know, I owed hip-hop this moment because of how I came in was was hip-hop, mm-hmm. right? I had had frustrations, even from you being one of those people. I was like, why? what is it that, what is the disconnect between, like, my, you know, but ultimately, there's always been bars, is all I'm saying. Yeah. I never came in with no substance or no, you know what I'm saying? And And I guess... Now I'm looking like, see, like, I did, I did Rap Devil in four hours, video, all that. That was a four-hour, you know what I'm saying? Only Ghost Rider was a pill of Adderall. <laughs> Let's get into an MGK mini mix. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was an MGK mini mix. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. MGK is here. Yee. Where were you when you heard Kill Shot? We were on a bus. Oh, 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 Kill Shot was the recent one. Oh. Yeah, where were you when you heard that? I flew to uh, I flew to Dallas to meet to meet this 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 girl and <laughs> you fly out to meet girls you don't fly, you fly to you? Fly her in? No, I call. I need because I need to get I need to get away. I okay. To, oh, I, no, I, there was other stuff going. I was supposed to play in like the, I can't whatever. And I went, and I really just needed a break. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, I and I had just had this like the, this whole week was you know all the energy was spent beefing with this dude. Starts to die down. All right, cool. I need to, like, you know what I'm saying? I need to go get away. Honestly, I need to get, you know what I'm saying? Like, some I want and just, you know what I'm saying? Like, sleep for 18 hours because I've been just up attacking the world for, you know, it's been me against the world. For, Trying to fight the internet. Yeah, for the whole win. But I don't, though. I, I, I Honestly, I hold so much in. I mm-hmm. keep I keep it pretty G. I, I sit back. I smile at everyone, have their own debate. You don't think I want to come out and be like, this is fake. This is not true. Mm-hmm. I just don't do that. It's all right. It's the same thing I did with him. I bit the bullet for six years. Yeah, I'm going to take my jabs at you for doing ho shit, like banning me from certain things and, and, and making it difficult in my own record label. I mean, I play, I, like, it's, you know, uh, yeah, I'm going to shoot my little, my, my shots, like in the Tech 9 record, he got sensitive over. It's like, yeah, you're owed that. Of course, I'm going to shoot these. I'm an MC, man, and you're holding me down and you're making it very hard for me. You ever had those conversations with Puff? And, and the reason why? I don't need nobody. I don't need nobody. I'm not asking nobody to post for me. I'm not asking nobody to troll for me. I'm in this ring with little old me. You feel like Bad Boy does enough for you? Um, I feel like I stand on my own two feet, and I don't ever ask anyone to do anything for me, and you won't hear me in the end of my, you know, looking back on my career being like, so-and-so didn't give me this and this and this and this. I, look, thank you for being for whatever it is that you've done. And, and as and as far as I'm concerned, that's that's the gang. I've I've rode with them dudes. You but, know it's what I'm but you're an artist, and it's old. You know what I mean? If, if I'm having a problem with my my distributor, somebody should speak up. I think that you got to also understand the powerhouse that is that is Eminem. But what about Diddy though? Diddy got to be like, yo, y'all messing up my money too. That's my artist. If I was Diddy, I'd be Diddy. I, I, I'm not Diddy. I don't know. I don't know what's in his head. I don't know. So you're saying you got to Dallas and you heard the record when you got. I la- I landed and heard the record, mm-hmm. and I mean, the first thing I thought was, and I listened to it, and the first thing I thought was, this sh- is cheese, but the artwork is fire, and I just I you know. And you so got I, t-shirts made. Yeah, absolutely, because I thought that artwork was <laughs> awesome. How do you feel when Jeezy says things like Diddy stands next to him more than he does you? I don't think about it, or I don't feel about. I don't. I, I don't feel about. I've, n- I've never. At, I've had. I'm signed to Puff, and I never asked Puff to stand next to me. When was the last time y'all spoke to Puff? You, you got a good relationship with him? Yeah, he called me two days ago. Mm-hmm. I didn't answer. <laughs> <laughs> Why you didn't answer? Because I don't need to be talked out of doing something like this. Right. You didn't feel like 
I, I'm not saying that's what he would have done. You know what I'm saying? Puff supports. You know. You what if like, he big you up? Like, I, I like rap devil. What if he said I like rap devil? If that's what he said. Yeah. Oh, then I, then I mean. No, no, I'm saying what if he would have said that? I don't. I don't need to hear that either. I need to go into this clear-minded. This is me in a boxing ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did it bother you for Eminem to mention your daughter? Like, here's an autograph for your daughter. Because I no. know people get where's very it, Where's it at? Did you ask him for an autograph? It for is your on the starter cap. Yeah. Where's it at? Did you ask him for an autograph for your daughter? I don't know. My, honestly, I don't think my daughter would want it. She texted me when that when his, that kill shot came out and was like, "Eh," you know what I mean? At nine she, years yeah, old, at nine said. years old, you can't even offend a nine year old. All right, bro. Do you feel like a stand? Do I? Yeah, absolutely not. I'm from the Midwest. I'm from Cleveland. I grew up three hours away from Detroit. I'm a white boy who's in a predominantly black neighborhood. Definitely in a predominantly black industry. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I'm with Eminem growing up. Mm-hmm. Without right. a doubt. I'm running away from home. I'm doing drugs. I'm getting jumped. I'm getting robbed. And here's this dude who's like, yo, I'm going through this too. The thing is, it's cool till it's not cool. You aren't that dude no more. You aren't a person of the people no more. Was he ever though? No. Oh. And so it's all coming out. Answer the facts. It's all there. You do a lot of ageism when it comes to Eminem. Like, you do know you're going to get old, too. Oh, absolutely. But the yeah. thing is, I'm not a hypocrite. I'm also not going to be doing what Eminem's doing when I'm his age. I said it in Rap Devil. Like, shout out to every rapper that's up under me. I know that I'll never do you like this f***ery. Mm. I will never be still bitter after everybody is showing respect. And I don't plan on stopping until I get my respect. There's going to be a point when my face is on movie screens to the point where you're like, all right. It's just, this is, it's going to get to a point where there's so many songs and so many of these situations that you're just like, all right, man. You know what I'm saying? There's going to be a get to a point where you can only try and hold me so many times and I continuously overcome that shit when I'm this, you know, I, I, it's like, all right, I'm a fighter, man. It's all right. Eminem is done. Huh? No more Eminem, if, even if he re- said something else. Done. No more G-Eazy, so. I'm, I look, I'm out here. See you guys. See y'all at the party. Yeah. All right, we got more with MGK when we come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, this is usually where we do rumors, but MGK is here. He got a lot to talk about, so let's get back to our interview with MGK. Yee. We talk about how Eminem is a recluse, but a lot of that we know publicly, like, he went through a lot of struggles and battles with addiction. As if we and, don't? No, I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. So I know you've had... Um, you know, certain situations also, and you've been vocal about struggles that you've had as well. So I kind of feel like maybe sometimes people do step back and try to stay away from all that for their own mental That's well-being. fine, but don't act like, but don't, but that's fine. But then you got to humble yourself and know your place. Mm. This isn't, this isn't for you no more, bro. This is like, this is a street, this is, this is a street genre. Are you ready for <laughs> Smoke from Bazaar, though? Oh, stop. <laughs> 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 hey. Is there a way for all this to, like, <laughs> let's just say all this gets put out man. on the table? Hey, y'all are funny <laughs> this morning, I'm just, man. I'm just trying to prepare you for what's to come. Hey, let me tell you. Yeah, let's just right. say all this gets put out on the table now, as it has been, and then he's like, look, let's have a conversation. Are you open to that? To have a conversation? Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to have a conversation. But I'm just saying, let's just say that happens. F- you. <laughs> <laughs> you blew it. You blew it. I was more conversation. Yeah, it was cool. To, it's it's cool till it ain't. He said he wants you to shut the f- up. I wish he would shut the f- up. You know what else? He, no, no. Quote him correct. You talking about from the interview? Yes. Quote him correctly. I don't sh- remember. Sh- 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 shut the f- up. <laughs> quote him correctly. 
His own, he had to produce his and hire his own interview and still couldn't unstutter his way. He sounded like a b b bitch, man. I don't want to hear nothing about it. <laughs> so there's no end to this, huh? MGK is crazy, man. Is there's no end? Yeah. I'm already over it. You see, I didn't, I don't, I, what do you, I'm already over it. So binge I comes up, binge comes out tonight at midnight. Have you slowed down the drug use? Absolutely not. It's called binge. It's called binge. <laughs> Doesn't sound like it. I, I said, but but to be honest, you know the 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 truth of the matter that might have come with explaining this EP, mm -hmm. outside of the fact that there's angst, attitude, you know, sex, drugs, and 808s. Like other than the the obvious, the the breakdowns I'd like to give, I'm not going to give out of respect for Mac. And I was going to say that with, mm. with Mac passing. Yeah, I, like, I mean, I got to tell my truth. Do you mm. take it serious now? I, like you know, because you never know. Oh, my drug use. Yeah. Me, I, you know, I, I, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. I mean, you know, look, if I would have, if, if it was going to be a lesson learned, I, I might have learned it when it happened to Pete. You know what I'm saying? There's the, 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 the reality of situations is you can't, as a world, expect to break people down constantly mm -hmm. and not expect them to want some type of escape. I, I don't have a mom I can call. I don't have a father I can call. I don't have my, you know what I'm saying? Like my, like my aunt, who was the last thing that I had, is gone, right? I got a nine-year-old. I call and confide all my things. When Chester Bennington died and that tour, that was, you know what I'm saying? My, and, and, a, and, a, and a friend, a, a, a beautiful light in my life, like a soul that I love in a, in, a, in, a, in a tour that after the most successful album we had come out was about to change our lives and all that was straight. I put that on a nine-year-old. Do you know what I'm saying? Why you not go to a therapist? You weren't taught you in the streets. You weren't taught that that's okay. Yeah, neither was I. But eventually, uh, but got, I, yeah, I get yeah. it. I get. It. I haven't made that. I've been. I have. You know what? I've been trying to. I've been trying to fight to get back all the things that were lost when when that happened. I had a number one single on the pop. I'm not talking about number one on iTunes like Rap Della is for the past eight days. I'm talking about a number one charting Billboard song that mm -hmm. sold. Mm -hmm. how, how many worldwide? Six, seven million worldwide in one year, and like, it was that moment. I, you know, there, there, there is no question when I win a Grammy or when I win a VMA that every, no one's gonna. There is no tweets that are like, you know, he doesn't deserve. There is none of that. There is no like, you know, there's nothing other. I can't see anyone doing other than this, standing up and being like, damn, homie, it's been a long time coming, and, you know, I think. I, I hear what you're saying, but none of that is an excuse. And the reason I say that is because small people learn from their own mistakes, wild people learn from their own mistakes. All, all, the whole thing was to say, I'm sorry, it was long. The whole thing was to say, sometimes comfort from humans isn't enough. But you don't want to turn to drugs, especially when you see how a I'm lot not, of people look, I'm, I'm, because I'm, of drug use. And what I'm about people around you? Nobody around you is like... Absolutely, it's a huge issue. Mm -hmm. And I talk, I talk, I talk about that on the I talk about that on the record. There's a song called Lately. I talk about that. We got in a huge fight in the Chicago airport. Huge fight. Your and team. it was all over. Yes, huge. And they, they should. Ain't no, there's they, no they yes man on my team. There's they, none they of that. Sure they care about Huge you, yes. fight. I'm talking about to the point where it's like we're physically brawling with each other over over my over the temper the temper that comes from using drugs. I I know all the I know everything that comes. I almost should. I almost I almost was Mac. Mm -hmm. 
And you still could be if you don't slow down. And that's fine. But no, like, that's, that's not, not fine. fine. No, no, excuse me. That's not fine. I, 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 excuse me. Um, and you can't I, tell me you're a fighter but not willing to fight your addiction, especially being that you got a nine-year-old. And especially yeah, you say you I, can talk to your nine-year-old because that's that should be the reason. Why go to therapy when I got y'all? <laughs> I mean, we and try to help you. And, things, and things like drugs do contribute, like you said, to your temper, to mood swings, to depression, yeah, yeah. and all of those things. So, Thank you. I mean, I'm I'm just, I, I, I know all that stuff. You know, yeah. I, but like I said, I, I, I honestly, I'm not going to sit here and fight for for drugs. When what, the, My whole point of this was that I, I, I'd rather not even... You know, I'd rather not go into it just out of respect for Mac. Now you said you was almost Mac. Did you almost did you overdose at one time before? There was a point where I it was so bad that it like there was like, there was an itching so bad that I'd peeled like I'd scratched my skin so hard my skin peeled oh. off and there's mm. blood. You know what I'm saying? Couldn't piss. Couldn't you know what I'm saying? Couldn't do nothing. It was just like it was I had I had done too much or something. Is it pills? I, we don't need to talk about it. It's not, it's not, it's not. This is none of this should be for anybody. This is like learn the lesson, man. Well, Learn the lesson, but but I'm not gonna not tell my truth because I've spent. Uh, let's also be clear and let's be fair to to my narrative. Mm -hmm. I've also spent projects on projects, telling people messages, and and I don't want preaching is the wrong word, but 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 giving people the right way to live, and those records, laughed at, flew over, tucked under. Like we're not speaking on those records right now. We're speaking on. I'm sure they touched somebody, though. They did. Yeah. yeah. But we're talking about y'all. We're talking about the people who control the narrative. You but know what I'm saying? we're concerned about you as a person. Well, thank you for that. But not, you know have what? Have you gone to rehab? Have I gone to rehab? Yeah. No. See, we don't care about your narrative and what you speak. We care about your well-being. Right? Right. We mine. want you to be We want you to be the truth. We want you right. to tell why you did it. Because like you said, there's kids dealing with that every day. But what, what bothers me and what scares me is, is you know, you got a nine-year-old that you got to look at. Yeah. And I would, and, you know, we sat here and, and we've been so many different places with Mac so many different times. Uh -huh. right. I've been in the club with you so many I different times. I had Mac times, on Don't Quit Your Day Job, you too. Never, you never changed. And it's like, it, it, may, it scares me to say, damn, I don't, I don't want to say rest in peace to you. You see what I'm saying? So if, if we can help. I, yeah, I, you can't accept that fate for yourself. I think not at all. I, th I, I, I will not. I actually will take what you said with the fighters, with mm -hmm. what you said about being a fighter. I will take that. And I actually really, I, I, I dig that. I will say this, use what I've done with this M situation as an example to the youth because it'd be different if I was coming out and it was all one thing. It's like, mm -hmm. nah, like, let's be clear. Stand up to people that are f***ing with you and, like, mm -hmm. stand up with a purpose. Stand up whether you think, it, look, it's right now, to me, it feels like Leonidas and the 300 versus Xerxes in the world. I don't care if I'm going to go down. It worse, but I feel you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay, funny, but... Point being, mm -hmm. like, a God is bleeding everywhere. i never seen so many grown men so emotional in one week. Here's the thing, though. You're right, but if you die of a drug overdose, Eminem wins. That should be enough to help you get sober. Well, there we go. Tomato juice for the next 365 mm -hmm. days. Right, I'm happy with that. <laughs> I'm happy with that. <laughs> there you go. And I want his team to hold him to that, too. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Well, now, the album is out tonight. Mm -hmm. Make sure you go pick that up. And even aside from all that, before you leave, movies. Let's talk about the movies yeah. as well. Because you are playing Tommy Lee, which I'm excited about. Yeah. The Motley Crue movie. You got that kind of yeah. Why is yeah. that the first question you asked? Should not be a question. Because he, because he, because honestly, he, he drove a boat with his. He drove a boat oh with his. Gosh. Drove a boat with his. And all I'm saying is go watch the Pretty sex cool. tape between him and Pamela Anderson. <laughs> he drove yeah. the boat with his. A lot of stereotypes about white people got defied by Tommy Lee. And are you a shower or a grower? Any more penis questions, Charlamagne? No. And he said, "Are you a shower or a grower?" Maybe you should. Ain't no he said. Are you? You slick. You just said. Ain't no he said. I text no Okay. I seen you pick your phone. Hold on. Let me see what he said. Are you a shower or a grower? A shower or a grower.
I think I got the best of both worlds, for real. Okay, so it's big and it grows even bigger. Yeah. <laughs> any, any more questions, Yee, from Charlamagne? So, Binge comes out on Friday. <laughs> also, uh, Charlamagne wants to know, have you ever hurt anybody? All right. See? Okay. All right. Like, f***ing them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, consensually. All right. Okay. The album is out today. Yeah, binge is out. All right, Ms. Binge is out. Kelly, thank you for okay. joining us. Binge. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Imagine you arrive at your perfect paradise filled with sun, fun, and hot singles, and suddenly that ex you never wanted to see again just shows up. Nightmare meet reality. Because on Thursday, December 20th, MTV's Ex on the Beach is back. Ten singles came to find love. But one by one, their exes show up and things get complicated. Now they've got to decide, will they choose their ex or move on to the next? Don't miss MTV's Ex on the Beach. New season premieres Thursday, December 20th at 8, 7 central on MTV. Charlemagne, say the gang, dunk it other day. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit me with the heat. Yeah, it's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? All right, listen, man. Charlemagne the God here. I'm on vacation. I don't give a damn what y'all think about that because I deserve it. Now, the Breakfast Club is in 80-plus markets in 150 countries, so we have a lot of new listeners who probably don't even know who Charlemagne the God is. So use my time off to catch up on some of my past work, okay? Okay. If you're new here, I do a segment every day called Donkey of the Day, Donkey as in jackass, and that's when I give someone the credit they deserve for being stupid. So if you never heard of it, this is new to you, but if you are a regular listener, then this is an oldie but goodie because it's the best of the Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day once again goes to people in the great state of Florida. Florida, I don't ever want you you all to think that your Uncle Charlotte doesn't love you because I do. All right, Florida brings me great joy. There is no place like Florida on the whole planet. I grew up loving Uncle Luke and Two Live Crew. I love Trick Daddy. I love Trina. I love Rick Ross. I love Gunplay. I love the City Girls. I love Tokyo Jets. I love Miami. I love Disney World. I love Andrew Gillum. I love Florida, okay? Why would I not love a state that provides me so much great content on a daily basis? See, what is your Uncle Charlotte? got on this radio and told you all these years the craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida and the Floridians in Jacksonville have earned y'all yet another donkey of the day see it's the owner of a BP gas station in Jacksonville named Parole Patel and he's sick and tired of being sick and tired see people in Florida keep coming in this man's gas station and they are taking advantage of his kindness now who in this room has ever used the microwave in a gas station raise your hands <laughs> okay just you drum all right, just Drum, I bought up. Uh, I've seen microwaves in gas stations, but I've never used one. Drum, grab the mic. What if you have a microwave in the gas station? I'd like to know. Like a burrito. A burrito? Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. All right. He's Puerto Rican. Drop on the cruise bomb for him. He is. Staying yeah. on brand. All right. Staying on brand. Yeah, he is. All right, me, me personally, I've never used a microwave in a gas station. Uh, never had the need to. Never been in a gas station that long. Never bought anything from the gas station that I needed to warm up right then and there. Okay, I'll warm that honey bun up when I get to the house. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I'm sitting here thinking about things that I would possibly buy that I would want to warm up right there in the microwave at the BP. Well, leave it to Florida to come up with something to warm in the microwave at the gas station that I never thought about. Let's go to First Coast News with the report. Don't microwave your urine. Stop. Picture Stop. Stop. Stop right there. Mm. Okay. What? <laughs> Only in Florida. On the news, would they have to state something so obvious at the top of the news report? All right, let's start that from the beginning. Back to First Coast News for the report, please. 
Don't microwave your urine. A picture of this sign saying exactly that is getting a lot of attention on social media. It claims to be inside a Southside gas station in Jacksonville. The sign is on display for everyone to see at the on-the-fly convenience store on Phillips Highway. The microwave has settings for baked potato, popcorn, and pizza. But owner Parul Patel says some people come in off the street to heat up something else. We got sick and tired of people bringing in their urine containers. The BP gas station and on-the-fly convenience store are located on the corner of Shad Road and Phillips Highway. And not far up the road, Quest Diagnostics. A few blocks away, there's also a lab court. Both companies offer drug testing services and collect urine samples. Patel says some people walk into her store so desperate to pass their tests, they become violent. A spokesperson for Quest Diagnostics says the location near the gas station does not collect urine samples anyway. The nearest site that does is on Southside Boulevard, and that's about five miles away. Peru Patel is a woman, uh, by the way. She actually had a little verbal altercation with somebody because she wouldn't let them warm her, warm her, warm their piss up in the store. Can we hear what she had to say? And she started cussing at me. And she said, well, where is the sign that says you can't use this for this kind of purpose? And that gave me idea. I said, you know what? If that's what you're asking me, hmm? then I'll hmm? put the hmm. sign saying this is only for food use and not to use for your urine or anything else. That's true. What if you're planning to eat your urine? Then does that count as food? You don't eat urine. You would drink it, you. No. Um, if it gets you know, crunchy. I just... I just, I really... That, I, is, I, that I, is true. There's no sign. Um, I, I just need everybody from Florida to gather around your smartphones and uh, Google best ways to pass a urine drug test. Okay, now this is only for weed. It stays in your system for 30 to 45 days. Uh, depends on your smoking habits. If you smoke daily, it will probably exceed past 45 days. There are several ways to remove marijuana from your body. Uh, let me read you a few, okay? You can use a, a detoxing product. You know, you got cat's claw, golden seal, devil's claw. They can all be bought from GNC. You can use an exercise routine. Uh, drink a lot of fluids, water, juice, tea. You can take mineral supplements. You can go into the sauna, all right, they got seven-day detox kits. You can use uh, fast marijuana detox kits. They, they say taking aspirin. Take an aspirin four to six hours prior to a drug test. It'll cause an error in the test, okay? They got synthetic urine. You can buy it online. Only problem with that is uh, it got to be warming in room temperature in order to pass uh-huh. for real pee. So they still have to warm it up in <laughs> gotta go to their microwave. I would rather you do the synthetic urine than the real urine in the microwave, though. All right, I would tell y'all not to smoke, but it's Florida. So I understand the stress. You got to smoke, okay? But there is something good I found. I found something for y'all to try to pass the drug test in Florida. It's the Wizinator. Okay, it's a prosthetic penis that comes in five different skin tones. It's about five inches long. It looks and feels exactly like the real thing. Uh, it's proven to work in countless scenarios. Get strapped. And rest assured, nobody will ever know you're faking it. No, that's serious. You can get the strap for real. It's called the Wizinator. Look, man, all I want y'all to do is stop warming your urine in the microwave at the BP. Okay? Don't microwave your urine. All right, people are putting food in there in the mornings on the way to work. Okay, at lunch, people eating their hot dogs, their burritos, their honey buns. They're wondering why these things have such a tangy taste. Can you imagine if someone ate some asparagus the night before Mm. and then warmed their urine in the microwave after eating asparagus the night before and then all you want is a pretzel and somebody urine from earlier then spilled in the microwave and you think it's melted butter on your pretzel but it's really the asparagus piss? (laughs) Come on now. Please give all these people from Jacksonville warming their urine in the microwave at the BP gas station uh, the biggest hee-haw. Now, just some tips for you guys. What? You know, if you are going to use somebody else's urine to pass a drug test, 
It does have to be room temperature, like he was saying. But you can probably use hand warmers to keep your urine warm at that time. Hand but if you do put it in the microwave, you should only put it in for sometime between 8 and 12 seconds, or it might get flat. I mean, if there was no sign... Why can't I use it? There is a sign. There's oh, a big sign, a sign on the microwave no, now. now. there's a sign. You know why I, I got to put a sign on the microwave? Because in Florida, you have to state the obvious for these people. All right? You have Don't to tell... microwave your urine. Simple as that. Right. Jesus Christ. I'm going to put a sign on the uh, the, the microwave in iHeart, in the iHeart uh, studio, <laughs> just to do it. He's stupid. Have everybody run and say, who is microwaving their urine? <laughs> Matter of fact, hey, interns. Hey. Oh, my goodness. Come make this sign for your Uncle Charlotte. Oh, please. my goodness. All right. Well, that is Donkey today. Thank you, sir. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hello, my name is Ebony. Hey, Ebony, what's your question for Yee? Um, I got a question. My, I, just, I just started this job. I took a pay cut to come to this job. Uh-huh. Um, I was making $14.50 at first, and then I took a pay cut, like a $2.50 pay cut. This is our third month of being open. It's a fast food industry. I never worked in fast food, so this is something new to me. I'm always doing, like, receptionist or a call center. So my boss is giving, he gave three people a 50-cent raise. Uh-huh. And I feel like I need a raise. Like, he knew I took a pay cut. He guaranteed me a raise or whatever. I felt I was going to wait to April to see if they give me a raise. He keeps talking to me about it, but he still hasn't, like, gave me a raise or whatever. So I was like, okay. So, Ebony, you've been there for three months. Yes. And you said in April you wanted to see about a raise. Yeah, I thought I was going to wait if he don't approach me, then I was going to approach him. Because usually people don't get raises within the first three months of working somewhere. But what is That's it? What but what is it that makes you feel like you deserve a raise? My hard work. I was the only manager there. I trained everyone. Then he was bringing people on. Starting off at 13, higher than me, uh, or whatever. And then I'm like, I'm confused. Or so you bringing someone on higher than me, and I have to train them. I literally to go above and beyond for this company. And I was just wondering. Okay, so Ebony, this is this is what I need you to do because I have actually done this in my own life when I felt like I deserved a raise. What you have to do is set up a meeting with your boss. So this is okay. official sit-down of you sitting down to ask for what it is that you feel that you deserve. Make sure you have a list and documents of everything showing why you deserve that raise. What are your responsibilities? How have you gone above and beyond those responsibilities? Offer to say, what is it that I need to do if you feel like at this point in time I'm not going to get a raise? What do I need to do to earn that raise? Or are there additional responsibilities that I can take on so that I can make more money here? Because I have been putting forth all of this extra work and and a lot of times people feel like they want to raise because they need one. You feel like you want to raise because you deserve it. So you have to sit there and tell him why you deserve it. A lot of times our bosses don't even realize the work that we're putting in because we're just doing what we're supposed to do. But maybe you need to let him know, look, I've been training people. My job responsibilities include this, but I've taken on this additional responsibility. I've stepped up to the plate when other people have called out. I've done this. I've done that. So I feel like I deserve a raise. But you need to sit down and let him know that. You can't just be upset that he's not just giving you one. A lot of times people aren't going to just come to you and say, here's a raise. You have to go and ask for it. Okay. I'm going to start my notebook today. Yes, yeah, sit down. And that way when you have a meeting, it's very professional and tell him, I do enjoy working here. I do see a future at this company, but I feel that I deserve to make more money and here's why. Okay, thank you. Hey, Charlamagne. Hey, 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 mama. I Good hope luck. it works out. I hope you get your raise. 
Okay, thank you. I do appreciate it. And I love you guys so much. Have a blessed day. You too, bye. Ask ye, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, call her now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Ye. April, good morning. Hi, good morning. Hey, what's your question for Ye? So, Ye, um, about a month or so ago, I started seeing a guy. Mm-hmm. He's from my hometown. And um, we just recently found out that our great, great, great grandmothers, or I'm sorry, his grandmother and my great grandfather are siblings. Okay, so his grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> well, that seems far enough removed. Because what does that make you guys to each other? Well, I never knew him. Like, I never knew this side of my family. Apparently, <laughs> my grandmother. Oh, my goodness. Apparently, my grandmother didn't, like, have anything to do with her father. And it just, like, trickled. So, But when it comes to the bloodline, is his grandmother and your great-grandmother? It's, it's his great-great-grandmother. They're like, okay. what, third my or fourth cousins great, or something? great-great-grandfather. Okay, that's very sure. far removed. You guys should be fine <laughs> when yeah, it comes to that. Bad. Yeah, that's not I can't not have bad. any kids anymore. I, I can't have any kids. So it's not like we'll be... Well, that was a major problem. Crazy. The kids, right? The, yeah, the kids yeah, yeah but, that's, but that's far... The, no, no, no. That's far Extra enough removed. That's not, far not enough third, removed. Third, fourth cousin, you get a lazy eye like Music Soul Child. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so your question is what? So my question is, do you think I should stop seeing him because of this? Like, no, I think that's like fine. Said, that's, and where you from? Like... Oh my God! I don't even want to tell y'all. She don't want to tell me. Alabama, <laughs> South, South Carolina. No, Kentucky. Ah! <laughs> Same difference. Listen, you can't put toothpaste back in the tube, okay? <laughs> all right, now nah, listen. What, right. I, I, do you guys like have? Do you know each other's family members? Have, are y'all going to be at reunions no. together? No, we know nothing. Like maybe I. There yeah, has, I think that's my fine. Mom was like, you know, y'all related, and I said, what? Like, I'm. This is a side I have. No earthly idea even existed. Like, be all right. people could walk up to me and slap oh, me in the face, and I wouldn't even know. Yeah, y'all aren't like first, second cousins, or nothing like that. So you no, guys should be fine. No. And third, fourth is like little web fingers. That's all. Little you know fingers. what I'm saying? Well, she, can't, she said she's not having any. T- she yeah, can't yeah, have yeah, any kids. Yeah, good. Good. Right. Well, thank you, mama. Thank you. Jeez, that cousin. must be shocking to find out, though, just on your whole mental life. That's like the fifth cousin, it sixth cousin. Was. That ain't nothing, you know what I mean? What does the Bible say about it? I don't know. <laughs> Second or third, and they were having babies, then it'd be a little, you know. Well, fifth, sixth, what, you know. <laughs> Ask ye, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, call her now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Ask C&E. If you need relationship advice, you can call us right now. Hello, who's this? This is Anonymous from Detroit. All right, Anonymous oh, from okay, Detroit. Okay, Anonymous. Anonymous got an STD. I can Stop feel it. it. What's your question, Miss Anonymous? You crazy, Charlamagne. Okay, so look, I've been dating this guy for like seven or eight months, right? Uh-huh. And finally, I met his 10-year-old son. Mm-hmm. Well, his son is related to me. He's my cousin. And like, I don't feel comfortable dating him anymore, and he does not understand this. Like, his child's mother is my cousin. We don't we don't know each other like that. But she thinks it's funny. She's like, oh, you know, we dated over 10 years ago. You know, he's just a good father, blah, blah, blah. But no, bro. So like, she had sex just, with her cousin. feels so uncomfortable. Let me get this straight. No. You had sex with your cousin? No, his son. No. His son is her cousin. His son is her cousin. So he knocked off. Her cousin. So it's just a family affair. Right. Y'all not, y'all not, re- y'all not related. That that blood is not in you. You good money? 
if you like him. No, I know, but I just don't want to talk to him no more. Like, if, no, if, I want children one day. That means our kids would be cousins and sisters. What's wrong with that? If y'all already had sex, right? it's kind of too late to turn back now. All right. You already did it. You already had sex with your cousin or your cousin's son. Well, whatever. My child's father and it was not on purpose. And no, I just Man, don't go ahead and right. keep it in the family, did man. you like it? No, listen. My advice is not whether I should keep him. My advice is how to get rid of him. That's man, go ahead and keep it in the family. If y'all kids is born with an arm coming out their forehead, y'all know why. <laughs> All right? It's okay. Yeah, I don't know what you want me to tell you. You already no. slept with your cousin. Yeah, you might as well stay. It's not her cousin, man. It's no. her cousin's, cousin's son. Cousin's son. I am. And, and your kid's going to be, too, if you Thank keep sleeping with your cousin. <laughs> Thank you, right. mama. I don't know if we helped her. Hello? Hello, who's this? My name is Chardonnay. Hey, Chardonnay. What's your question for C&E? So my question is, if you, I've been in a relationship for four years. We have a daughter. Um, we would have had three kids together, but we lost a set of twins. And and I think he might have harbored some kind of anger towards me for it. And mm -hmm. he's been, like, kind of physical with me. What you mean kind and, of physical? Like, what do you mean kind of physical? On a scale of one to Danny Vasquez beating his uh, <laughs> girlfriend in the stairwell, how physical? Physical. Like, I had to have him arrested and put in jail. And Yo, he punched you for like a month. Like, so, so you, like, oh so, wow! So, so y'all weren't playing like NBA Young Boy and his girlfriend. It was real. Hell no, no, no! You don't play like wow. that. <laughs> so, 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 what's the question, Boo? So, my question is: Do you think he could be rehabilitated? Change like how many times did he hit it, you? It could be better. You said he was physical. So that means he hit you more than one time. Yes. All right, well, 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 well he's going to kill you eventually. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to stick around and die, cool. But if well, let's not, not, let's but, not hope that. Let's not hope that. But if that. not, you should leave, okay? That's hard. I agree with, I agree with Charlamagne. I, I think you should leave if he's that physical now. And do I think people can change? Yes, but he has to change in himself. So yeah, but he, he has gotta, to find he, what's wrong with him. That but wasn't he, a one-off, though. I, I understand. I understand. I understand. I just don't want to lose so much hope. I've been in with him four years, and we live together now, like... Man, forget about losing hope. Do you want to lose more blood? All right? The man beating on you. Okay? Yeah, he has to change himself. Until he can change himself, I wouldn't open that door. He has to fix himself. And I wouldn't have my child around somebody that's physically punching me, hitting me, where you have to call a, a, the police. So what's your, what's your I name? Say, I would say get out and, and be very careful. Chardonnay. I'm going to write your name down because when I read a story about uh, you being it. killed as a victim oh of domestic God. violence, Stop. I'm going to give you donkey here today. No, I'm serious no, because you no, know Chardonnay. better than this. It's time to no, move, walk out of this situation. Leave that man. Chardonnay, yeah, I think move I just out need to hear it from a man's point of view because I yeah, don't absolutely. really have a lot of men in my life. My father passed. My, my mother just recently passed a couple months ago. Well, clearly you don't have a lot of men in your life because you did. They'd have been kicked this man ass and tell him, Stop putting hands on their on their baby. And even though you don't have your father in your life, and you don't have your mom, and you don't have any brothers, that doesn't mean you, that doesn't mean you need a man. You don't need him there. You can do it by yourself. But if he's putting his hands on you, you need to get out, mama. Yes. What you want a man okay. for? He whipping your ass. Thank you, mama. Charlemagne. Yes. You gotta be more like gentle, man. You you two are bro. Hey, like, nobody got time for gentle. gentle. That man ain't being Come gentle on. when he going upside her head. Be a little gentle. Be nice. All right. Hello. Who's this? Hi. This is Alyssa. Hey, Alyssa. Good What's morning, your question Alyssa. for C and E? Hi, I have a question. I deleted my social media about a year ago. Like, everything is gone. And I found it to be, like, distracting, and I would always feel, like, a little bit down from it, from seeing what everyone else is doing. And even though, like, I'm in school, I'm getting my master's degree, but I just wanted to know how you both kind of stay focused and don't let other people's, like, accomplishments distract you and just stay positive and focused in your own life. Well, let me start first, Charlamagne. First mm -hmm. of all, you should use Instagram for motivation. 
And that's what I use it for. If you see somebody, like, mm-hmm. you, you follow people, like, I follow Oprah Winfrey, I follow Swiss Beats, I follow people that's going to give me that motivation. So when I see nice things or, or positive things that they're doing, it inspires me to work harder and sees where, where I have to be in my life to continue to push myself to be a better person, a better man, a better husband, a, you know, a better f- father and all that. That's what I use social media for. You can't worry about because most of the things you, you're seeing on social media is fake anyway. Those bags right. are usually fake that people have. Those cars that people are driving are usually rented. That jewelry is probably fake. There's only probably about 20% of the people on Instagram that's living a real life. I haven't had it for a year, and I definitely see the world in a whole new perspective. Like Good. Everything is just so much more, like, I'm so much more present when I'm with people. And there you go. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you go through all the withdrawal stages. Like, if you delete it, you literally are sad and you feel like you have no friends. You feel like, as a woman, I felt like, because I couldn't post, like, selfies and stuff, that I almost felt <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, baby. No, no, I know I know what the problem is. I know what the problem it's is. So, I know it's you, so don't crazy, you say, no, don't you say need a man. You need a man to be giving you that D and making you feel sexy. You ain't got nobody <laughs> blowing your confidence. back out. You if go. you had a man blowing your back out and, and telling you to get naked and look in the mirror <laughs> and telling you how beautiful you are, you wouldn't need those lights on social media. Go get some what? Uh, I love your perspective. You're hilarious. Have a Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for your positive note. Give me some positivity. Right. Now, positive note is simply this. Uh, if you can heal yourself, then you're going to be ready for a relationship without fear, without need. If you and your partner each work on yourselves, you will see how quickly progress is made. That's what Breakfast Club, bitches! Yeah.